I'll tell you next. The Kid Carson Show presents The Hollywood Minute with Jordan McCloskey, powered by City Avenue Market. It's everyone's favorite Hollywood reporter, ladies and gentlemen, Jordan McCloskey. This iconic TV show theme. Of course. No more. No more. It's been canceled by Paramount, saying, obviously, with everything going on right now, that uh, it's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be on television. So, I, I used to really like Cops. I love the Taser episodes. That's what I liked, as you said in, in previous episodes of the Kid Carson Show. Well, we grew up on it. Yeah, that was that was like one of the shows. Nineteen eighty nine. Wow, crazy. Yeah, I guess I would have been like, yeah, like nine, nine, eight? nine ten. Yeah, around there. So that's, that's oh a, yeah, ten. Yeah, that's over thirty years. 30, that show's been on thirty three years, yeah. Wow, so crazy. So they're saying that it's uh, it's yeah. It's, but but it's I mean, gotten, it was a racist show. It yeah, really they're saying was. it's skewed towards the African American, Latino, and all that stuff. So it's uh, it's especially with the climate of the world. It's saying you're going to see you later. Well, no like, more. If you looked, if, I think I read an article on this like years ago. Like statistically, the show was mostly white cops arresting black men. Mm-hmm. That was like the show. So like, if you grew up watching that. You're kind of like Malcolm Gladwell wrote a book about this kind of stuff where it's your environment also makes it's kind of like makes you racist unknowingly. Mm. It's like if you just grow up only seeing black men get arrested, then you have like a bias that you can't even you have bias without knowing it. And you grow up and just look at a black man and subconsciously you you think like bad guy Mm -hmm. is all you've seen is them being tackled down to the ground. Yeah. Like imagine that your whole childhood. That's what you see. And then this network put marathons of that. On. Like it would be like oh, Saturday yeah. Marathon, you know, and it's a big agenda, buddy. It's yeah. a big racist agenda, but it's yeah. over now, huh? Well, yeah, and A and E is also pulling live PD. I'd see, I never watched that, but the, what was yeah. that? I th- it was like a cops, but it was on A and E, and it made it seem like it was live, like live right now. Oh, weird! And they would have see. I never watched it, but it's one of those things you click click through, and you see them like there'd be a panel of cops discussing how that cop handled the situation. Oh, I never heard of that one before. Yeah, and that one's pulled now. That one, that one is pulled. Hmm. So MTV Movie and TV Awards are finally being postponed, which I, that's the one I liked. That's the one I really liked. I know you don't like award shows, but I thought there was a chance that it could. That was going to be the first one to come back. It just used to be the MTV Movie Awards, and now it's the Movie and TV Awards because of the streaming. Everything's so, you know, the streaming is the more popular thing right now. Right. So they have now a separate category for all like popular TV shows. So what celebrity set up a fan to blow her hair and then come into a Zoom call? What diva would do that? Of course, Mariah Carey. Mm, I saw this clip because I'm a fan of the show, uh, Shit's Creek. Yeah, they did this, this whole uh, little <laughs> heroes. They sung heroes. Yeah, they did a thing for teachers. And it was a big trending thing on YouTube this week. And they were all in character. They're Shit's Creek character. And all then in character. Mariah Carey came in and then has a fan blowing. Look inside you and be strong. It's actually really great singing by the cast. Who's singing that? Which one? Like, um, I can't remember. And then she comes in. And there's a fan blowing her hair as she's doing it. That's the thing. (laughs) Moira, darling, I hope you didn't mind that I jumped in like that. You all sounded so good that I had to get in on it. 
That's David. Like Mariah's like, you can see her eyes are reading the cue card. Like, she can't memorize one line. Yeah. Just to say, hi, I hope you don't mind. I jumped in on your Zoom call. And she's there with the fan. The fan is blowing her hair while she's in her living room. Yeah. On, on, on her webcam. It's just so... I love the Shit's Creek cast and I love the show, but Mariah... It's so not human anymore. It's like a robot. But that was a thing in, in Schitt's Creek when I, because you've watched it, I have watched it, and I researched yeah. it. It said that was a thing that David and his boyfriend would say to each other. The boyfriend said to David, "You're my Mariah Carey or something." Something, yeah, like yeah, so that's I think why so. she came in. <laughs> to all the teachers and professors, especially the ones who had to deal with students like me. And she read a big long thing off a cue card. It was very, very divish. Yeah. And the funny thing is, she's not that bad of an actress. I think she, she is in this. Yeah. <laughs> it's horrible. I know. I know. It's Mariah Carey, though. It's, you know, that's your Hollywood Minute. The Hollywood Minute with Jordan McCloskey. Powered by City Avenue Market. Packed with goodness. Z 95.3. Let's go to San Francisco. The story of, oh, there it is. The story of the sound. It's eerie. It spooked a city. Hum. Listen to that. All these videos... Popping up online of people capturing this sound. Now, the official story is that it's wind blowing against, is it the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, the rails on the sidewalks or whatever, It's because it, the winds were really high, and they're doing construction. So that made everything just sound like, almost like they had a hum, an eerie whistle. But right. it carried, because of the bay, it carried everywhere. So people were freaking out, going, what is going on? So Twitter, it was trending on Twitter. Hashtag apocalypse. <laughs> and that would be so spooky. There's been other times in the past where there's been strange noises captured. Man, there was one a couple of years ago when there was a particular noise and there were people capturing it on their phones in all different parts of the world. Did you ever hear about that one? No. Oh, man, it was a big story a few years ago. Is that on YouTube? It was. I mean, type in strange noise. Well, strange noise is going to give me a lot of options, let me tell you. <laughs> Something I don't even want to <laughs> press play on. But uh, there's one's actually British Columbia strange hum. So strange noise around... Maybe strange hum? Okay. Maybe strange hum. Okay. All over the world, a disturbing sonic phenomenon is plaguing residents of rural areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the story. And even big cities. It's actually something severely impacting people's lives. It's not just something they hear. It's something that they feel that they detect throughout their body. These perpetual low-frequency drones are often simply called the hum. The hum. Interesting. But sound that sounds like a movie. Been hearing some strange noises outside now for a bit. This is in Bristol. This is the one that they say it's... Yeah, there you go. I mean, come on. Anyways, it's spooky stuff, man. Yeah, that would be... That would freak you out. This. Yeah. is the Kid Carson Show. On Vancouver's best mix of the 90s to now. Z95.3. And now, from the world of the bizarre and weird, here's Jordan McCloskey. Do I have to do the same voice? We must talk like this for the next three and a half minutes. The man in Belgium has been receiving pizzas he's never ordered. Okay, let's cancel that. Okay. man in Belgium has been receiving pizzas he never ordered for almost a decade. In January, his pizza-geddon hit an all-time peak when 10 pizzas were delivered in one night to his place. Somebody's been doing this to him for Someone's been sending him free pizza for 10 years? Yeah, and he's mad about that, which I'm like, why are you mad about that? Just take it. But no, maybe he has to pay for it. That's the thing. That's what they do. That's, I used to be a pizza deliverer, like for 
two years. I worked at two pizza places throughout high school. One right. time, one summer, pa- I had Papa Gallucci's. Papa Gallucci's and then Mega Pizza, where I learned how to flip it up, believe it or not. Flip it up in the air. I did. That was <laughs> Believe part- it or not. Yeah. And then I had to throw it to the other guy and he'd do it. We had a whole thing we did. But I had those experiences where you would go to somebody's place and they'd say, I didn't order that. And he's just constantly turning away pizzas. And there's investigators that are trying to look for these the culprits for the last 10 years. Like it's gotten serious. I, I never thought of that as a prank. I could tell you tons of pizza delivery stories. I would, there would be times when they didn't have money and then they'd barter. So they'd say, Hey, do you want a bottle of whiskey or to you? Yeah. So it'd be like a $10 pizza and I'd be like, oh, okay. You, you've accepted whiskey back in the day. I do remember you scamming to get free pizzas. Oh yes. But that was like at a Friday night. We all did this because it was 30 minutes or free. I don't know if they still do that. So what we would do, this is in high school. I wouldn't do this anymore because I'd be, I feel guilty and I've, you know, and what we do is when we see the guy coming down the street, we'd shut off all the lights and pretend nobody was home. So he'd knock on the door like, and we'd be like, we'd go right under the couch or behind the couch and then he'd eventually leave. And then 20 minutes later, we'd call the pizza place and say, where's our pizza? And he's like, he came to the, you know, and so then he'd come and we'd be like, you're, 30, you're 20 minutes late and we get it for free. <laughs> stupid and then he started to catch on so then what we would do was we'd, uh, we'd use the address next door that we knew we were those people were out right and it was like a similar you know number or whatever and then he'd go there and nobody would be there 20 minutes later we called me like we get the it's 19 not 20 he's like i went to 20 and we're like no it's our you got the address wrong yeah and so he'd come and we'd have to so we did that like a few times and got free pizza free and wings pizzas. yeah you're listening to The Kid Carson Show on Vancouver's best mix of the 90s to now. When is the last time you said a naughty word? <laughs> it turns out swearing might actually be good for you for a couple of different reasons. The first reason... It relieves pain. Swearing in response to painful stimuli is a pretty common human behavior. But for a long time, psychologists thought it was a bad idea, that swearing puts you in a negative state of mind and makes you think you're in a worse situation than you actually are. Something called catastrophizing. Catastrophizing. So this, back what? in 2009, research... Catastrophizing. Catastrophizing. Yeah. Where the swearing would make your brain think... You're in a worse place than you actually are. But, it's not, but that's not true. It's the opposite. Yeah. And these guys did an experiment... So what they did is they gave people in the office a neutral word and then their favorite swear word. And then what they did is they got a bucket of ice with water in it and they had to put their hands in the ice and see how long they could take it. But the in one example, they just used a neutral word. So like, like apple. wood or apple, exactly. Apple, okay. And see how long that can, you know, make them their pain threshold. The so next so time, right when they're about to, like, they can't take it anymore, they would yell, apple, apple, apple. And then see if they can take it. Right. Then they did it again, but they were allowed to use swear words. And they wanted to see, could they, they, could they hold it in their, their hand in that, that ice longer? The authors hypothesized that swearing would make the pain worse because of the catastrophizing effect. But as you can see, what they found was quite the opposite. One girl lasted another four minutes using the swear word. Well, I saw an article that talked about the correlation between swearing and trustworthiness. And apparently people who swear are trusted more by their friends and coworkers. Hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it is. When I started my career, I did stand-up for four and a half years. And one of the things, the older stand-up comics that took me under their wing was like, don't use the swear word when it, you know, in, in the best time, like that for a punch of a joke. Right. If you use it too much, you'll lose the audience. Yeah, it's true. 
So when you go to like an amateur night, for example, you'd get that one person going up there using the F-bomb, the S-word, all that stuff, and the, the audience would just be lost. They could have the best jokes, but they would just be like, oh, it's like a crutch. It was a crutch because they were nervous or whatever. Yeah, it's more creative to find a funny word. Right. Also, they say when, they're in, when police are interrogating someone, when someone's innocent, they're more likely to swear right away. So yeah, it's weird. It's, a, it's like swearing equals straightforwardness. You're listening to The Kid Carson Show on Vancouver's best mix of the 90s to now. If you were to walk up to me on the street, Jordan, grab one of my AirPods right out of my ear and stick it in your ear, A, that would be gross. Yeah. But B, this is what you'd hear. My linguistics are they rude or damage, y'all. And I rap it, pornographic, keep set up the camera. Oh, yeah. I like it. Well, hip-hop fans around the world are celebrating the release of uh, that album called RTJ4, Run the Jewels 4. It's their fourth album, and, uh, you know, people are pretty humped. Pumped. (laughs) And humped. First you get pumped, then you get humped. Then you get humped, I guess. But, uh, you know, because this is kind of like... This is like our hip-hop back in the 90s. This is like... Yeah, these guys are bringing back that old flavor, yeah. but kind of reinvented. And, you know, it's Killer Mike and the other guy. I can't remember his name, but... Love it. It's amazing. But, but if you're not down with that, and some people just aren't down with that kind of music, that's cool. You may be interested in another superstar who's dropped an album, his debut album. The DL. The Dalai Lama. The Dalai Lama. July 6th, he is dropping his debut album. Why? Well, he apparently got this the idea from a bank teller in New Zealand. And so he was like, okay, I'll drop an album. So his first single is called Compassion. And it just, it just like we said, dropped uh, Monday, I guess. <laughs> Kanye West wrote the lyrics for this. Here it is. Oh, I wonder what he's saying there. Yeah. Is that a cop or drop, buddy? <laughs> wow, that's a cop. <laughs> yeah. This is the Kid Carson Show. One Vancouver's best mix of the 90s to now. Red 95.3. So one of the guys I follow on Instagram for inspiration. You shouldn't be doing it. It's not worth it. I have different people I follow for different things, you know? So for, for fatherhood, one of the guys that I follow, his name is Jesse Itzler. And I thought, this is what I needed to hear. Today. And I was so tired and my kids were like, Daddy, let's have a baseball catch or Daddy, I want to go outside or you're never too tired for you. If you're too tired for your kids. So no matter what, I made a rule with myself. He made a rule for himself. And this is the rule. No matter how tired I am, if my kids ask me to do something with them, have a catch, I'm doing it. I was hoping you'd say, I got to have a 20 minute nap. That's <laughs> what I'm going to say to them. I was kind of hoping that <laughs> it's going to be the. I found that motivating. I'm like, okay. Um, I should just set a rule for myself. Like, make it a rule. I just don't, once you make a rule, you just, you just don't break the rule. I, th- I find that motivating. I'm doing it because they're only going to be five one year of their life. They'll never get that year back. That's true, man. Oh, when your kids are young, they're only four once. So I'm going to make that rule. I don't care if I'm tired. The answer is yes. You're never too tired for your kids. It's always a yes with me. You're listening to The Kid Carson Show. The Kid Carson Show. Zed. 95.3. I'm loving this video right now. It's going viral. It's a guy in a saxophone, and he's on like a construction site where I guess they're laying down these huge pipes. They look like big oil pipes. And so he takes a saxophone right up to the end of the open pipe, 
And then the echo kind of, I guess, the sound ricochets through the pipe and then echoes back to him. Like in 1.5 seconds. And it sounds like he's playing with somebody else. It's just so cool. See, I, I hear this and I think that was my high school band well, not band, but music class instrument, the saxophone. Right. And I did not play it like that, but I thought I did. I'm so not musically inclined. You played saxophone? Saxophone and trumpet. It made your lips feel funny because you really had to blow. It was like, and it was always weird. And then I had the trumpet too and had that like metallic taste to it. <laughs> and I, I was I it was awful. I was never, like I said, musically inclined. But I look yeah. at this guy and I'm like, I, I always wanted to be like that person. Yeah, who, who wouldn't want to? Man, who wouldn't want this skill? Since I've turned 40... I've wanted to, to take up an instrument, and I bought a harmonica because I always thought it's so cool. Like the harmonica, the Blues Travelers. Remember that song, uh, like Hook? Where is it? And I thought I could do that, right? So, so I brought my harmonica to Russia. First of all, where did you go and buy a harmonica? Online, like Amazon. And I, I, I researched it, and I bought this really nice harmonica. It came with instructions, and I went on YouTube and looked. But my whole goal was, you know, I'm getting older. I want to learn an instrument. Put against your mouth and blow. You would think. It's really hard. But my goal was, when I was living in Russia, my father-in-law plays the accordion really well. Mm. So I thought I could jump in on one of the family functions as he's playing the harmo- you know, the, the accordion, and I could jump in with my, my harmonica. And everybody would start clapping. But like, and what happened was it just sounded like this. <laughs> and as he's going like. They're like, all right, here I come. Here I come in. <laughs> I'm like, slow down. Slow down. You're listening to The Kid Carson Show. The Kid Carson Show. Zed. 95.3. On guard. Hands up. Okay. Hands up. Ah. Oh. I wanted to talk to you about something. <laughs> A lot of the movies are coming back in a film production on Friday in Hollywood. Okay, so this is you getting punched. <laughs> but there, uh, there's a lot of new social distancing rules and stuff. So there's going to be uh, a lot fewer fight scenes in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is so choreographed right now, me watching you. It's really... <laughs> it's broke your neck. Got me at the end there. Oh. But they say not only are there going to be fewer fight scenes because of distancing rules. Right. There's also going to be, this is going to upset you. There's going to be fewer sex scenes as well. Oh. Mm. Come here. So no, so no making, no, we got a social distance. I know this is upsetting to you. It's so stupid. They also say that uh, a lot of the uh, actors will have to apply their own makeup and do their own hair. Ooh. (laughs) Trust me, when I, when I was doing... Television series, the, the makeup people and the hair people did not want me to do my own makeup yeah. and my own hair. <laughs> I tried to a couple times, and they'd be like, "No, no, can we get in there?" You look like you've just been in a fight scene. <laughs> Let's resolve this. Let's. <laughs> this is the Kid Carson Show on Vancouver's best mix of the '90s to now. Z ninety five three. There was something we talked about yesterday on the show. We got so much reaction. And I wanted to tell you about it again, because it was pretty early in the show we talked about it, like 6 a.m. And I got so many text messages on the uh, Text VIP Club. By, by the way, you should join that. You should join the Text VIP Club. 
if you're a fan. <laughs> if you don't like us, then, then don't join, please. But if you'd like to, you know, shoot a quick message with feedback or just say, hey, what's up, or win exclusive prizes or all sorts of things, you can join the Text VIP Club. And the number for that is, I just got one now from Jennifer. Oh, really? You got a live just, one? Just as I open it, someone messaged me, Jennifer. Jennifer from Nanaimo. She'd asked me for uh, the name of a song we had just played, and so I just texted her back and told her. Oh, Anyways. so you can text her right back. It's a personal text from Kid Carson. Oh, yeah, it's, it comes right to me. Anyway, the number is 604-337-0968. If you're not writing that down right now, if you're in the car, you can just go to my Instagram account later, and under contact, the number's right there. Just hit the button, and it'll send me a text. It's kind of cool. All right, so, so this is what we talked about yesterday, and so many people text me going, OMG, kid, I had no idea. And I just learned it this week. I, I was having an old man moment when someone showed this to me, when they pulled out their phone, opened up the photos app on your iPhone and showed me the search bar. You can search within your photos for anything. Tree, car, drink, glasses, uh, grass, literally any, any kind of a, you know, Vegas, yeah. anything you want to search. Somehow Apple knows What's in your photos? It's crazy. My wife and I did it last night. I told her about that bit that, that we did yesterday. Was so she was doing, <sighs> oh yeah. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> OMG. What are they, they like, said to you? Who knew about this and didn't tell me? I can't even believe it. So, I mean, we all know that your, your photos will detect faces. You know, we all know that feature. That was mind blowing a couple years ago. But I had no idea that, that your phone scans every little thing within. Like if you took a picture of your son holding a snail, you yeah. could search snail. And that picture will be pulled up from five years ago. Here's your son holding a snail. It's like, I, can't, I, don't, know, I don't even know how they do it. Like, it's the first time I've really felt like my phone can do magic mm-hmm. in a long time. Because <laughs> nothing surprises us anymore. Yeah. But this, for some reason, has surprised us all. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. So you're getting a lot of reaction for it. Wow. Everyone just going, OMG, I had no idea. Thanks for passing it on. So there you go. We talked about it early yesterday. So I want to hit the, hit the after 830 crowd with that knowledge bomb. The search bar in your photos on iPhone. You're listening to The Kid Carson Show. The Kid Carson Show. Zed 95.3.